Hey guys. Where are we going? Is that world typing? I swear to God, Will, I'm going to break your hands. I'm copying uh, oh file contents I knew. you didn't say we were going to I start. knew it was we will typing the whole time. That's you, Yeah, but I'm doing stuff. Will, oh my God. I'm going to break your southern hands. I keep getting a permission denied error, so I only need another five to ten minutes. Permissions denied on what? On his home server. He can troubleshoot after. Oh my God. <laughs> William... <laughs> Oh my god, Will is just so distracting right now. His dog is also so distracting. Will is the ADD section of this podcast. I don't mm, I don't know about that. You're really selling yourself short yeah. there, Tony. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say it's t- Tony. I would I would That's also fair. say that it's Tony. Well, I mean as a person, yes. But as, as far general... as distracting noises, Oh, that might go to Triss. I don't know. He's usually what, playing some kind noises? of thingy thing. Yeah. D- Triss is just distracted. Period. I don't mm. think he's distracting. Yeah. Uh, if he was is in he, the same room, here? forget What does that even it. mean? Oh, he's here. <laughs> what do you mean? What does that even mean? You heard me. Yeah, but did you hear me, or were you distracted? I was a little distracted, actually. So, um, what's new with you guys? Well, let me tell you. Welcome to episode one hundred and seventy. That's a lot of podcasts. Guys, of do the math. How many till 200? Boom. 30-12. That's the number, guys. 30-12 episodes till what? podcast 170. Also, the year the world ends. So, cool. 30-12? Yep. What? Sounds about right. So, it's a good day. It's a Saturday here. It's a sunny 70 degrees in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, I just got tickets for Men in Black. I know the I, critics have I heard it. that it's been don't care harshly. Don't, don't care. Judged. Critics, critics harsh. Critics are harsh on a lot of games and movies we like. So whatever. Eric is very excited about seeing it, which makes me excited about seeing I, it. I, I don't understand how you could mess that movie up given the two stars in it. I don't know either. I just wait. I, they messed it up. Apparently, that's what critics are saying. But critics said that about Aladdin, and I thought Aladdin was incredible. Fuck Aladdin. We loved. Whoa. We loved Aladdin. Anyway. Animation for life. Uh, I did love Aladdin, actually. Aladdin was all right. Will, I want you you to just pack up. I'm I'm going to pack you up. I'm going to compress you. Don't be rude to Will. I'm going to zip you up in a box and send you away. Okay, Will. Right click, compress. Okay, pause on Pixel Raider podcast and open back up to Danny's therapy session where we're going to discuss Tony's... uh, Anger towards Will, <laughs> which has been caused by him moving out of New York City, and it's Tony's a, very sad and I feels abandoned. I, I actually am a little sad sometimes. That would be nice to have. <laughs> you guys can come. And you guys can come segment. visit anytime. <laughs> anytime. Yeah, why would we That's ever want to do that? I mean, because New York is a cesspool of New York disease is a and cesspool of disease. Wait, 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 wait. New York is more of a cesspool of disease than Tornado Alley, Pollen Central. There's fucking flesh-eating things in Another the right. water Another down right. south Wait, is North Carolina part of Tornado Alley? No. No, but there have been tornadoes there. No, we, you we, have we, sent me a alert of all the tornadoes in the area, and all of them have been in Montana. I'm like, <laughs> you guys, I don't live anywhere near that shit. Is this North Carolina or South Carolina? North Carolina. North... Carolina tornado. <coughs> I'm googling this right. TF now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
The -hmm. National Weather Service confirmed that 20 tornadoes touched down in Virginia and North Carolina during the severe storms last Friday. In total, 29 tornadoes have been confirmed from the storm. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm just going to start calling you Tornado William or Twilliam for short. So, uh, Twilliam, I'm going to tell you what I've been playing because there's been a lot. Seven games worth. Here we go. The first game I played and finished is uh, Life is Strange 2, Episode 2. I highly, highly, highly recommend this to all of you guys because you all have Games Pass. It's free. It's included. It's completely separate from the first Life is Strange, which I loved. For those of you who don't know, Life is Strange is an episodic series. Uh, The first one is based around uh, two teen friends, Max and Chloe, who are uh, basically Max Max moved away uh, from her friend Chloe around high school. They were very, very close. Chloe finds a new friend. Max moves back because there's a professor at their local college who's world-renowned. Uh, and then some really weird things start happening. No spoilers. I'm, oh, I'm not. Um, it's one of my... It, it, it is my favorite episodic series, um, more than any of the Telltale ones, which I know towards the end there doesn't really mean a whole lot. It's very well done. Um, you actually find yourself, at least I did, and a couple of people I, I, you know, I, t- I used to talk to, like Jonathan Weinstein, um, we really felt and cared for the characters. Um, I wasn't sure what to think of season two because it's, it's completely different people, and I really wanted to see that cast come back. Uh, but season two, I think, is actually better in, wa- in, in a lot of ways. I think the character building is stronger. Uh, it revolves around an older brother and a younger brother and something tragic that happens in the beginning. And you follow their journey together um, where they become stronger um, in their relationship. Uh, I'm not going to give anything away, but it's very, very good. Uh, I'm a really big fan of it. I think I like it better than season one, which I was not expecting to say. Um, and it, it touches on some things that have been going on here in America. Um, not in a in-your-face kind of way, but kind of like an oh shit, you know, this this is something that has happened. Uh, this is a story that could happen and shouldn't happen. Um, but even more than that, it's just, it's just a very grounded story. Um, I just got into a part where it ties into, so before you play, if you decide to play Life is Strange season two, also known as just Life is Strange 2. There's a free episode. It's about two or three hours long called... Um, oh, God. Well, I just lost it. Uh, shit. Adve- not Ad- Adventures of Captain... Uh, do you guys remember what it was called? Mm. Captain Awesome or something? I never, I never yeah, played it. Something just like look that. it up. It's it's Captain Adventures of, of Captain something. Um, it was really, really good. Uh, a little, little depressing, but it ties in directly with season two in some really cool ways and the decisions in that bonus episode tie into and affect story beats in life is strange too <laughs> somebody's cat that's my that's my cat she so so real, so real talk uh f- real, real real talk quick for a pause um so for a long time uh, for a couple of years now, Stella, who is my three-legged fat cat, uh, has absolutely, absolutely hates when my wife sits at her desk to try and do anything. And she'll sit there and meow and whine and whine and whine, <laughs> and she'll paw at her and she won't let her go. She never did that for me until like a couple cast episodes ago, and you can hear her. 
and she's right up my ass right now. I don't know what her problem is. It must be painful. She loves you. She does. <laughs> she does. She really does. And I, I don't know why, because I have to be the disciplinarian. But anyway, uh, so Life is Strange 2, please, if you have Games Pass, pick it up. Um, let me know what you think. I think it's really, really good. Uh, I also have been playing some Dauntless. I was completely not into that. I talked about this two episodes ago. Um, I found out what the Marks of Death do. Basically, it's a form of like currency, but you have to collect all 10 per day for it to count. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they go towards some of the content, I guess, at the end of the season. Um, that game's cool. Uh, I watched some gameplay footage of it on Switch. Um, it looks like it holds up relatively well. I mean, the art style, there's not all... I mean, you could, you know, screw up the art style, but I think it's going to be very forgiving, which is good for that system. Um, it looks like it plays well. Um, there was an update that came out on PS4 and Xbox One, and it runs noticeably better on my Xbox now. Mm-hmm. When you defeat a behemoth, there's no more super janky, crazy um, lag and stuttering. Uh, I also don't have... Uh, the frames per second are a lot higher when you're in the little hub world, too. So overall, much better performance across both systems. Uh, and it looks like a lot of those optimizations they may have learned from Switch because um, from what I saw, it runs really well. The draw distance for shadows is really bad. Like You'll see like shadows of mountains draw in like 10 feet in front of you, if that. But that's kind of stuff I can ignore as long as the game overall plays well and the behemoths mm. look good. So it looks like it's going to be a solid port. Um, that game's fun. I actually didn't play that at all this week. Uh, I finished A Plague's Tale Innocence last weekend. Oh, yeah. How was Ooh, that? Oh, boy. That's a cool game. Um, the story's nothing that's going to, like, be ground, you know, like, like earth-shattering or anything. Sure. Um, but the characters in it, the, the sister, the brother, the voice acting are very, very solid. Uh, I like it because it's different. It's not a zombie's... It's not a zombie storyline. It's not a post-apocalyptic storyline. Um, it's based in the uh, 1400s. Mm. Um, France, the plague's going on. That's all I'm going to tell you. Very good. I think it's 50 bucks um, new. Uh, it looks like a AAA title, but it's not. It's totally 100% indie. 100% their tech and game engine which blows my mind because it looks like an Unreal Engine 4 game. It's that good looking. Performance is incredibly solid. Voice acting is incredibly solid, believable. Um, It's my favorite game, one of my favorite games this year so far, hands down. Um, If you like, if you like games like, not not just Triss, but like The Last of Us where you're traveling with an AI companion who's not your typical AI companion, but they help you. Um, there's a good like conversation. You feel like they're actually connected. Um, it's good. It's more of a stealth game. It's not like it's not brutal action um, because it's more realistic than that. It's not like video gamey in that you're going to get a gun and you're going to be a badass. You learn some alchemy stuff. You have a slingshot and you kind of you know got to be careful because um, it's one hit kills and you're dead. Uh, but it's good. Really, really good. Highly recommend that. Uh, I also played Final Fantasy X. I'm on the last boss. And you're um, playing this on your Switch, right? Yeah. Nice. Plays super well on your Switch, if that's what you're going to ask. Incredibly mm-hmm. solid port. I think it's the best place to play it, unless you want to have the nostalgia feels for two, uh, PlayStation 2. 
Um, but as far as remakes go, if you have a Switch and you want to get back into it, it's a hell of a port. Looks and plays beautiful on handheld and docked. Um, Cadence of Hyrule, um, played that. I like it. I'm not that good at it yet. I think I just need practice. Did you play Necrodancer? I did not. Um, be, uh, so here's the thing. I wanted to pick it up so bad, and it was never on sale. And I was like, if I'm going to buy one of the two, I'm going to buy Cadence of Hyrule. So mm-hmm. I just saved my money and put it towards that. And then, of course, like two days before, um, uh, the Necromancer title went on sale for like four bucks. And I was like... Weird how they would do that. Yeah, I know. I was like, I don't care. I'm still going to put that four towards Zelda. So that's what I did. Uh, really, really cool. I like it. I'm, ex- I'm interested to see what you think. Uh, then Tris, um, two other games I've been playing, winding down. Uh, Final Fantasy Twelve: The Zodiac Age. That game is very different. It's uh, uh, yes. Final Fantasy Star Wars, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, cool. I mean totally. Like I, I definitely see it. Um, mm-hmm. It's also it, well, Ten was the only one I played on PS2. Um, Wait, really? So, you never played 12? I heard no, I didn't. I like 12 nope. when it was out. I wasn't really into RPGs then, but I was drawn to that Final Fantasy X world for some reason. Um, Tony, what were you into then? I mm. was into... <laughs> let's see. Uh, War of the Monsters was a killer title. I still love that game. Um, I played a lot of Hot Pursuit, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit 2, a lot of Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. Um... Metal Gear, was it 2, I think? I got that. Uh, I got GTA 3 with my PS2 when it came out. My cousin mm-hmm. had to buy it for me because I wasn't 18. Um, I play, I loved Vice City. That was one of my favorite GTAs. I didn't really like San Andreas. I didn't like the whole like having to maintain your weight and all that stuff. Um, I just wanted to cause you know havoc and chaos. What a bad boy. Uh, what else? Oh, um... Any, any, uh, all the that bad boy. The prime platformers from then. So the Jack and Daxter collection, the Ratchet and Clank collection. They were like my jam back then. They're still my jam now. Um, I was so tempted to pick up. Speaking of trilogies and platformers, Spyro. Uh, but then I looked and I realized it's not 4K or HDR on Xbox One X. And I was like, if I'm gonna get 1080p, I might as well get a slightly, maybe less impressive looking version and be able to take the whole thing on the go so i'm gonna hold out for the switch port um since they're both 1080p mm-hmm. but yeah I, I was i was mainly i think i was more like well no danny was rpgs a lot i was like action platformer kid um back then uh yeah so i'm liking it um the i have one person in my party right now uh the gambit system really intrigues me so i'm excited to get to dive into that but it's different. It's very different from you know RPG from anything I've played, and I like it so far. Uh, last thing I played, I picked up. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. You guys ready? are all gonna shit your pants. Well, you already know. Destiny Two. It was on Super Mega Sale, and I don't want to. I didn't want to hold out till September because I've been itching to play it for so long, for so long. But you I wanted really it on get Xbox. Should get checked out if you've been uh, itching. Well, my itch is now cured, Danny. I have to say, holy shit, it feels so good to be back. Uh, it, that game is is so satisfying in ways that I forgot. Um, I just crossed level 20 the, or well, last night, early this morning. Um, I've been soloing the whole thing, similar to how I played Destiny 1. 
the patrol system is so much better. Public events are so much better than the first one. Um, I just forgot how well crafted and well designed that game is. The fact that it scales, it scales so well across multiplayer and even if you want to go solo, it does it such an incredible job of both. Um, I always have this feeling, I think what I love about Destiny so much is when I'm playing solo, I always have this feeling that I'm going to die mm-hmm. and that I'm constantly overwhelmed and I'm never going to make it through this area. Mm-hmm. And then I pull off some crazy badassery with like headshots and then my special and then my heavy weapon, which I have a sword which destroys right now. And I'm just like, holy shit, I made it. Um, have you primarily been playing by yourself? Yeah. Uh, I've been doing a lot of... So to get to level 20, because I wanted a sparrow, because one thing that annoys me is in Destiny 1, you get a sparrow right away, and in 2, you don't. Um, I don't know if there's a story uh, quest that gets you one. I read like mixed things about it, but I know that if you get to level 20, then you can get bright uh, engrams and then get them that way. So I have a sparrow now. Um, so wait, you played... Because you had Destiny 2 already, didn't you? On PS4, yeah. Okay. But I'd start oh, over. I thought you had, I thought you had base PS, or base Xbox One Destiny already. I feel no, like we played before. We didn't. Uh, we, we may have. It was on PS4. I, I had both oh, on PS4. Yeah, I guess I do have it on both. Um, Literally the stupidest thing, because I don't even play that game. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Warlock. Warlock is still my favorite class. They're just incredible. Uh, yeah, I just forgot how... How much I really like that game. Um, it's super satisfying. Uh, so that is all I've been playing, guys. I will let someone else go on. Will, what have you been playing, buddy? Buddy boy. Mm, bro, Tato. I've been playing Fix the Server. Uh, I am playing Fix the Server. Is it your NAS? To, yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. I just, I'm sort of doing optimization garbage, and I'm trying to back up all my work equipment. Because I don't have a backup of my work equipment, so I need to make a backup. Um, it's fun. Anyway, I have been playing um, God of War. Oh, wow. You went back. I went back. Nice. Uh, I've been playing God of War. I've been playing God of War on New Game Plus. So after I beat the game the first time, I went back in. Um, something <laughs> that I will say is really well done is the New Game Plus game mode for God of War. Uh, and... I am comparing this to other New Game Plus experiences I've gone through that felt really disappointing or spongy or, like, not really well thought out. Um, so I tried playing New Game Plus on Horizon Zero Dawn a while back, and I don't, I'm don't. i pretty sure I talked about it on the cast, but I don't know if I did. Um, ultimately, it just felt like they gave you far too much power out of the gate um, because you were at whatever endgame level cap. But they didn't balance the enemies to make it satisfying to use those weapons. It was just like, okay, you have ultimate tier bow and arrow. You have ultimate tier shearing equipment. Go wreck stuff. And almost nothing in the initial part of the game was uh, rewarding to kill. It just felt like an annoyance that was sort of in your way. Uh, And so I started flashing the story. And when I was about a third of the way through it, I was like, this is boring. This is boring. I don't, I don't feel like I'm enjoying it. God of War, on the other hand, decided that if you're going to play New Game Plus, it's because you know what you're doing and you have solid tier upgrades to your weapons and armor. 
uh, and we want to give you a reason to continue playing. We want to give you a challenge. So they buffed all the level caps of all of the enemies that you come across, even out of the gate. Balder is way harder to kill. Um, the, oh, nice. Yeah, the Draugr are really hard to kill. The experience still flows, obviously, because you have your epic tier specials and like the gain of rage is really high and you can use your uh blades of chaos and your axe oh, right out of the gate blades of chaos. and so you're just you're you're tearing you're tearing ass through the galaxy there oh, oh but, god no one wants to do that but it's Ugh. hard and it's rewarding and what they've done is every chest that you open where you would have gotten uh, a piece of like upgrade equipment or something that would make you stronger or whatever what they've done is they've turned it into a unified collectible and they call huh. that unified collectible uh, I should have written it down but it's it's like a it looks like a red apple and basically you collect these things and you can pack them into a new tier set of armor and weapons that didn't exist before that's interesting. Uh, That's modifies. an interesting way to do it. Yeah, and so there's a reason to go and hunt for stuff that you already have collected because even though you're not collecting um, this amulet, for example, you're collecting another piece of this apple pie that then you go and talk to the guy who sells weapon and armor, Brock, um, and you're like, hey, I want to make this epic tier suit of armor. And then you can buy this chest piece from him with 40 of them, for example that has all of the same spec points of the top tier available weapons and armor that you could have gotten for your chess piece in the main game. So when you finally get that unlockable ultra chess piece, for example, it has all the buffs of all the best pieces that the chess pieces could have. So you're like, you know, really boosted at that point. Um, and you can get the, the tunic for, um, for the boy and... Uh, the tunic has quick draw bow and it has more armor and it has, um, you know, speedy recovery and it has an extra whatever in it. But you're spending, you have to make choices. Like you don't have infinite of these red apples. You sort of determine how you want to buff yourself out in a new way. But it's really cool and I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's a fun return to the game. Um, they buffed everybody. It seems sort of self aware of the fact that everybody's buffed. Um, and it's a uh, it's a really it's a really rewarding way to do a new game plus, and it, I think it's one of the best ways that I played that. Is, That's pretty cool. Is so it's, it's it's pretty balanced too. Balanced um, and, and it fun to go time. back. It does. Yeah, and it, it doesn't it, feel like it, it's a waste. That's yeah. That's wild. That's a really cool way to do it. Yeah, man. I I do I dig it a lot. So I'm playing that. Hmm. Um, I've also been playing the Outer Wilds a whole lot. That game is really good, underappreciatedly good. That is one of the most enjoyable space sleeper hit. Yeah, dude, totally. And I'm glad that it was on. Um, I'm glad that it was on Games Pass because I don't know that I would have picked it up if I hadn't had Games Pass. Can you sell me on that quick elevator pitch? Because I've been yeah. looking at it. I mean, I have a bunch of games I'm already playing. Um, so you are an alien on um, a planet that has sort of knowledge of this forerunner race that used to populate the galaxy that you're in, the little solar system. Um, they had faster than light travel. They had um, ability to teleport between planets. They have, you know, super awesome tech. And you are the first person on your planet to leave with a fully functional translating device that can read their text, and then you can learn about what happened to them and where they disappeared. So you get in your little shuttlecraft, 
um, you shoot off into space, and there is a fully realized solar system. It's very, it's it's you know minutia, so you can move around very fast, and even if you don't have your ship, you can sort of jet between planets. Um, so it's it's miniaturized for your ease of play. Um, you fly around in your shuttlecraft, and you land on different planets. You learn about the species that died off. And then about 15 to 25 minutes into the experience, uh, your sun explodes and you die. And oh. Then, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and so you die on the planet. Game over. Uh, yeah. Or wherever you were. And right. you wake up at the campfire that you woke up at the beginning of the game. And you're like, what the hell just happened? Um, so you run back into your ship. You take a look at the ship's log. And the ship's log has captured everything that you did and understood about the first playthrough. Um, and then about 15 or 25 minutes again later, after you're flying around doing more things, the sun explodes and you die. And you wake up at the campfire, you get back in your ship, you learn more, and then you die. And then you wake up in the campfire. And it's you're stuck in a time loop. Hmm. So your objective, as you start to understand your place in the stars and where you are and what you're doing, is sort of learn as much as possible to try to save your planet. Because... Um, if you don't, you know, it's like the end of your species as you know it. It's the end of the entire universe. It's even bigger than that. Um, so there's a really cool underarching story that you discover. There's there's really excellent controls. It's very fun. Um, you can definitely play in short bursts. You can play for a long time if you really want to. Um, and there's something about that uh, unbridled discovery that you can really feel in a game like this that is reminiscent of... Majora's Mask, right? With the, you know, you have three days to figure out what's going on, and then you reset, and then you have three more days to figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, and there are real choices. Like, some of the things you can't discover unless it's at a certain time in the loop. So, like, there's a planet that is covered in ash, and it's pouring that ash on another planet. And if you go to the planet in the beginning of the loop, you can't see anything because it's all covered in sand. Um, and the other planet is fully accessible. But if you wait too long, then the other planet is full of sand and you can't get into any of the caverns. Um, but this first planet is now available for you to explore. And, like, there are some things you have to wait for sand to drop to a certain level before you can go into a doorway. Um, it's very cool. Well designed. I love it a lot. Huh. And it, because you have Games Pass, you should play it. It's one of those... It's a definite sleeper hit. One of the best games. And I... I I'm convincing myself to play other things just so I don't burn myself out on it because I want to discover how that ends. It's really cool. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Um, also been playing the crap out of Dark Souls Remastered. Uh, really good. Totally glad I bought it. Um, I'm a huge Dark Souls fan. I don't need to sell you on that. You already know that. Um, it's, it is exceptional. One thing that I had forgotten about Dark Souls because I had not played for a very long time is that if you are uh, fully restored humanity, like you're no longer fully undead, you know, you've, you've, you've consumed an effigy or whatever and uh, <laughs> regained your life force, you mm -hmm. can do a lot more things in the game, but you can also be invaded really fast. Uh, and when people, <laughs> when people invade your game, you cannot quit. The game will not let you quit. It, it, it ejects your attempts to leave the game. Oh, my God. <laughs> you have to face your, your attacker. Wow. Um, and so I had a very long, drawn-out battle with some asshole uh, who came into my game and uh, wrecked me by the campfire. 
um, with a giant club, and I was like, "God damn it!" But this game is really good. I love it so much. I'm at the I'm at the um, gaping maw dragon, the one whose belly is split open to a thousand teeth, <laughs> and sort of like drags himself along the ground into in, until he tramples you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have only about two swords that aren't broken yet because of all my attempts, so I have to kind of get out of the catacombs and uh, fix my sword and then go back in and kill him. But it's a really good game. I'm probably... I wouldn't quite say two-thirds the way through, but um, I'm definitely making a lot of progress, uh, and I'm on track to finish probably this week. If I can do it this weekend, maybe I'll try to do it this weekend. But then I want to hit Dark Souls 2 and 3 because those games are awesome. That's what I've been playing. Oh, and nice. I want to try... Met- I downloaded Metro Exodus because it's free on, X- on um, Games Pass. Yes, I haven't played it yet, but I really want to play it. Nice. I've been resisting that just because of the whole debacle of it's not available on Steam. And I know it doesn't matter. Like, get your game wherever you want on PC. But, like, I had it queued up to Wishlist on Steam. And mm-hmm. I, just something about the fact that I can't download it even though they're still advertising it. I was like, eh, I'll just wait. But now it's free. So, play it now. Cool. Cool. What about you guys, Danny? Um, honestly, I haven't really been playing anything different than the last time we talked. A little bit of Destiny. Um, been playing. Oh, the um, Dead Cells expansion is cool. Oh, it's very good. It's very good. Do um, recommend. That's like really the only like new new thing that I picked up this week. Tris and I have been playing uh, Forza together. This week too. Oh, that game's so good. It's really, really good. He has a Lego car already, and I mm. haven't gone to the Lego section yet. Uh, so I got to do that at some point. Mm. But it's yeah, that game is really fucking cool. I might play that after this cast, actually. <laughs> um, cool. Um, all right, Tris. Tris. Uh, well, let's see. I did play some Metro Exodus as it dropped on Game Pass. That game's really good. Um, it's very story-based, so if you're looking for like a fast-paced, action-oriented shooter, maybe look elsewhere, like uh, Wolfenstein or something, Doom. Right. Uh, this is this is much more methodical and about the narrative and the interactions with others than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but. And it also, you know, it has the old Metro thing of having to constantly monitor, you know, radiation level and changing your filter out and making sure that you're going to not die from just being, you know, in toxic air and stuff, um, which, you know, you might like that. You might not like that. I think it's I like cool. That. I think it's a cool thing to, it's you know, a it's fun not, immersion. it's not like having to constantly feed yourself or, you know, make sure your energy's up in a game like that. It's just something t- small to, to keep note of. Right. Um, I have been playing a bunch of Forza. I got the Lego expansion that came out that they revealed at E3 that Danny was talking about. It's pretty cool. It's a whole that, that was pretty neat looking. That was fun. Yeah, it's a. Uh, pe- some people were really upset. They they like felt betrayed that it was like a kid friendly, not serious. Oh, heaven expansion. for heaven forbid a fun little mode come in for your kids. <laughs> well, this Jesus thing, it's Christ. like, I don't understand why they were expecting differently, because in Forza Horizon 3, they literally made Hot Wheels tracks for people yeah. to drive on. So it's it's not like it's a new thing. Grown-ups uh, grown have to stop thinking that video games are only for them. It's stupid. 
yeah. that's re- actually really cool. Like it's a whole new section of the map, and all of it is like created with Lego bricks and different. You know, it allows them to do kind of more nonsensical stuff, like fill it with pirate ships and Lego ghosts and stuff like that. That's cool because um, so when I because when I looked at it, it didn't look like it was going to be like this half-assed cross promotion. It looked like there was a lot of time and effort put into it. Definitely, it's definitely well crafted. It's that's it's cool. really cool. Yeah. Um, I also picked up Cadence of Hyrule, and what do you think? I have feelings. Tell me. Um, it's definitely not Necrodancer, right? And that's both a good thing and a bad thing. Um, you know, Necrodancer is is a run based game, so it's much more about fast paced decisions and making sure that you're doing the best thing for that particular run and whereas this is this is like a basically a full-on overhead Zelda game that's rhythm based most of the time right um so i think by having that open structure you sort of lose a little bit by not having that fast thought process oriented action Mm -hmm. um but at the same time the way that they translate the Zelda formula into that rhythm-based uh, structure is really cool. Like some of like the traditional Zelda items, like the bow and the hookshot, the way that they're used like rhythmically is is very impressive and fun to do. Um, and it's just impressive that it's like you know it is. It's definitely not as large in scale as a traditional Zelda game. You know, it's not going to take you fifteen hours like Link to the Past will to beat. Right. But it has a full overworld, and you can explore at your leisure. Um, so that's really cool. And you can pick between Zelda and Link uh, and uh, Cadence. Cade, whatever her name is. Um, and you played it in all of them, and it's really cool. Uh, the, the remixes of the Zelda music in that game, you know, it's all from older Zelda games, and it's not just, like, Link to the Past. There's, like straight up a remix of the Ocarina of Time theme when you boot into it and there's yeah. like Gerudo yeah, Valley and there's cool. the the overworld is linked to the past. There's like there's a little bit of everything from every game and it's all really well done. Um, and that's one thing like Necrodancer always had really awesome music and this doesn't disappoint in that area. Um, aesthetically I really like the color palette. It reminds me sort of almost like a hybrid of like Minish Cap and Steven Universe kind of. Oh that's cool. Um, and it just, yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, one thing that I'm not huge on about it, though, is, like, you know, when you're not, when there are no enemies around, you're not bound by the sort of rhythm movement. Like, so if you've never played Necrodancer, you can only move, or you're only supposed to move on the beat of the music, and mm-hmm. you're penalized if you don't. Um, in this game, that is the case if there are enemies around, but if there are not, you can just kind of hop freely at your own leisure. Mm-hmm. But when there are enemies around you, you have to you're, you, you have to stick to that that formula. And because it's not a run based, um, randomly generated small room structure like Necrodancer, you're it's in much wider open spaces. And what that means is if there's an enemy that's, like, in the top left corner of the place you're on, you, you can't just rush over there and get them. Like, you have to, like, boop, 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 boop. And some of the enemies in that game have motion-based patterns where they only go, like, back and forth one space. 
So there are times yeah. where you're spending like 10, 15 seconds getting over to a spot just to finish off a set of enemies in a map. Yeah. And that's not super fun when you mm. have to do that. Because um, that's the only way you can get the diamonds and thankfully stuff Thankfully that's only happened to me a couple of times. They, they seem to do a pretty good job of, of keeping them sort of in swarms and, and kind of close together. But mm-hmm. there have been a, a few instances where it's like, oh, there's a bat in the top right corner that's just kind of going back and forth. I have to, I have to go over there now. Um, when that kind of sucks. But overall, it's definitely like a really well-made package. You know, I love I love the music. The gameplay's cool. Looks beautiful. Um, it's definitely... It, it's cool that it's a high-quality, non-Nintendo-produced Zelda game. Like, that, that alone is is really awesome and it, it definitely stands on its own two legs for that and if you like rhythm based games like there's no reason not to play it for sure um it's only 20 bucks so for a zelda experience it's pretty good and it is a zelda experience a zelda experience where you can play zelda um which is awesome. which is cool which is cool yeah um and also yeah like the, the, just with, with with the soundtrack like they also do some sort of blending of traditional necro dancer songs into zelda songs which is really cool so, like, I, I listen to the, the Necrodancer themes, uh, the soundtrack, like, on its own pretty regularly, because it's just that good. So, like, to have that, you know, still hold up in a new game is, especially a new game that kind of meshes with other music that I enjoy, which is Zelda music, is, is pretty awesome. So, right. I dig that game. Um, you, should, you should check it out if you are a Rhythm fan or a Zelda fan, or have a Switch and you're kind of just waiting out this slow season before... We get showered with games upon games. I hopped into that Heartland expansion that came out for State of Decay. I used to really like the State of Decay formula, but I don't think that it's aged particularly well with the way that other types of those kinds of games have kind of streamlined it. Right. Mm. Um, I think that that game would fare much better if it was actually an MMO like their original idea was and mm-hmm. not a single player or squad based game I just think that it it runs way too slow to keep anybody's interest unfortunately um, and the the, strat, the, the the improvements that they did make in the Heartland expansion to make it a little more story based um, and less random is cool but I still don't think there's enough there for anyone to be like hey yeah. you know they're I think there are cooler zombie experiences that you can have, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Well, um, didn't you play the... You played the Fallout 76 thing. Oh, yeah, shit. So... Oh, yeah, tell me about this. This is sort of spoiling all of the, some of the E3 ex- exciting stuff. But, yeah, the so Bethesda announced a Battle Royale mode is coming out for Fallout 76, and it's in preview right now. Mm-hmm. Um... And at first, when I heard that, I was like, "Another." I think everyone rolled their eyes. Battle Royale. Yeah. Why? But then I played it because it's you have early access to it if you own the game already, and I was kind of struck by. I only played it because Steve was like, "Dude, it's actually pretty good," Hmm. and so I was like, "Well, if Steve likes it, I'll probably like it." So I hopped in. Shout out, Steve. Yeah, dude, it's good. Like, first of all, it it it's a small section of the map. And, you know, it loads into its own instance, so it's not having to deal with 
all of the other scripting and interactive stuff in the game uh, right off the bat so it's smoother experience you know it's not janky mm-hmm. uh, which mm-hmm. is you need that for a VR experience and the way that it sort of takes traditional fallout mechanics like watching radiation and finding stim packs and you know looting guys and you don't loot guys traditionally like that you won't find like oh there's a gun sitting on the ground normally it'll be like in a little care package that's on the ground Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. there are AI on that game still so there's still enemies that you can kill and I'm sort of trying to figure out if it's worth it to do that because you get XP when you kill those guys but is there like a leveling system within each round there okay. is a there's a whole leveling structure in the game. It's not each round, but uh, okay. I'll explain what it means after. Um, it just seems to me like you're wasting resources on AI guys that you could use on actual enemies. Uh, and that's not to say that the the AI guys aren't enemies. You know, they'll fuck you up, but they're still compared to a human thinking player. You're not going to have any issue with them. Mm-hmm. So I'm still trying to figure out like that balance of like when is it necessary to attack AI guys versus save everything mm-hmm. for, for but the gunplay in it is, you know, because it's so much of a smoother experience, it's it's fun to actually play. Um nice. and it's fun to shoot other dudes. And <laughs> the cool thing about it is the XP that you get in um the battle royale mode translates over to your character in adventure mode. So you're earning stuff for your mainline uh, Fallout experience in that game, which is That's pretty nice, cool. Actually. It's nice. It doesn't feel like you're just wasting your time on n- another BR progression. You know what I mean? Right. Um, how long will it last? I don't know. Um, also, it's cool. You can get like you'll randomly find nuke codes, and if you get four, you unlock the ability to drop a nuke. And if you get that, you're pretty much gonna win. But you can also kill yourself inadvertently with that because nukes are like no, no messing around. Um, and there's also a build mechanic, which I was a little afraid of at first, because, like, that's the reason I don't like Fortnite, is is people just build. But this is much more slower uh, and strategic. Um, mm-hmm. And if you have a mini nuke, you can wipe out any structure instantly. So it doesn't matter how much time they spend building this giant <laughs> fortress. If you have a mini nuke, it's That's such bullshit. Power. So it's awesome. Um, it's, yeah, it's a unique take on BR, for sure. Uh, and I'm... <clears throat> I don't think that I would say I'm excited to see where it goes because I'm still like super tired of BR shooters. Yeah. But I'm intrigued at how different it seems to be out of the gate, and I'm I'm interested where where it will go. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, after I played the BR, I hopped back into the actual adventure mode, and that still sucks. So I'm waiting for you know <laughs> more to come to that. But yeah, I think that's all I'm playing. That's worth noting. Nice man. Yeah. Well, why don't we get into the E3 stuff? Because I know there was a lot that happened. Oh, um, so much. So let's, uh, you want to just dive into it? I don't know if... Um, yeah. I mean, that is the news for the week, right? There was, yeah. Like, yeah. the only other news that I can think of is Amazon laid off some people from their game studio. Right. So I have the list of all of the um, developers and stuff and then the things that they showed at E3 Mm -hmm. so we can kind of do this uh, what I'm envisioning is like I can read off all the things that were shown and then we can go back into it with a more fine tooth comb about the things that we're really excited about or want to talk more about do you want to do like list a thing and then talk about it if it's worth talking about it 
or do you want to do all of them and then come back to each one? All why don't of we them just, and why then don't we come just back do where? Right. I was gonna say because I'm gonna forget. Well, we'll just do like little <laughs> sections, like Microsoft. Yeah. And then we'll talk about it. Okay. All right, go. Okay. <clears throat> so Microsoft. Uh, they showed, click, 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 uh, Gears Pop, Crossfire X, Forza Horizon 4 LEGO Speed Champions Expansion, 12 Minutes, Spiritfarer, Minecraft Dungeons, Microsoft Flight Simulator, Wasteland 3, Age of Empire 3 Definitive Edition, Battletoads, Bleeding Edge. It's Age of Empires 2, by the way. Oh yeah, Age of Empire 2, sorry. Uh, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga Blair Witch Gears 5 And They finished up with Halo Infinite And they did talk about Project Scarlet as well I forgot about everything you just said Except for Halo mm-hmm. Infinite Nothing else stuck I know <laughs> no. we, we talked about the Forza Lego stuff I know Tris is also excited about the um, Flight Simulator Yeah so like that was like Flight Sim was like my low-key like sleeper exciting moment of tell me about it it's it's a new flight sim and it, it looks is, gorgeous it looks based, really cool it's built with azure technology and it is probably the most photorealistic looking thing i've ever seen in a video game yeah it's yeah. nuts even even so much to the point where the guy at work we were talking about e3 and he's like oh my god did you see flight simulator he's like i haven't played that game in freaking years but so it looks really good a little backstory like even though I have this crippling fear of flying, I come from a family of pilots. Like, my grandfather and, like, all of my uncles and my brother are all pilots. And my brother has played so many hours of flight sim, like, in his, like, both out of necessity. I feel like that's just a requirement. Fun. <laughs> but I sent him, I was like, I texted him yesterday and I was like, did you hear about the new flight sim? He's like, no way, like, give me a video. And then I texted him, he's like, dude, I'm straight crying right now. And he's oh, like, I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna buy amazing. three 65 inch TVs, and <laughs> he's gonna, he's just gonna build this whole cockpit thing. I'm like, you're gonna end up on a no fly list, dude. And that sounds awesome, though. I yeah, mean, for and, the, like even even having a crazy amount of equipment for that, like that just sounds like such a cool it experience. Looks amazing. It does. And look anybody amazing. who is like into flight games, you know, even if you're into like space flight games, like very dangerous so. and stuff. Uh, this seems like something you shouldn't miss out on, um, especially since it's being built around both Xbox and PC. Yeah, I'm curious to see how that'll translate to a controller. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't feel like that would be a great experience. But if you're willing to get the setup for at least a basic flight stick, uh, it looks amazing. Uh, and I was like, that was like my. We've got one our Thrustmasters, don't we? That was one of like my only jaw drop moments of of that press conference, oh, wow. I think. But it was I'm, like it was like low key, like super exciting. I'm also uh, interested in the Elite Two controller um, once it drops in price. I need uh, to I need to know. Here's the problem. The problem is the first one had a reputation of failing after a year or so. Yeah. Uh, it just it, it, like everyone praised the controller, loved the features, you know, loved the way it felt. It was phenomenal in every aspect, except that it seemed like it would break down. Yeah. Um, so they absolutely have to nail the build quality and 
lifespan of this second well, one, especially because they're asking more. I feel like because they're making it with a travel charger built into the case, it must be more rugged. It right? has. I think it's being built for the intention of XCloud portable use. So I feel like oh, it has that's to be smart. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. But the thing I that I need that. to know is what will compatibility with Scarlet be? What I was going to say Scarlet's controller different do differently? Mm-hmm. I think it's one hundred percent going to work with Scarlet. One hundred and eighty dollars a year because it doesn't go on sale until November. I don't think. Yeah. A year before a new console drops is a lot to ask. I think it 100% is going to work with both. Uh, I'm very excited for Project Scarlet. I actually did like you, and I set aside a separate like fund in my digit to save up for one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just I need to I need to know that before I think because I just on the basis of the charging case alone and the fact that it lasts like 40 hours per charge. Right. That's enough for me to be like, okay, long term, this is a good investment. But if it's not going to work with Scarlet, I'm not interested. You know what? I'm going to tweet. Fair. I'm going to tweet Phil and Xbox, and if they actually get mm-hmm. back to me, because I mean, you laugh, but I've had small conversations with with like Phil and 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 Yoshida and that's stuff true. like that. I, yeah, I shouldn't make fun. They do. Um, they do sometimes get back to us. They so do. Like so, like if they get back to me, I will update the cast notes and be yeah, like, confirmed. I'm curious. I'm sure that they're probably not talking about Scarlet compatibility and stuff yet. I mean, something like that though. I feel like if they want people to invest in this controller, they yeah, should. They that, it's, it's a small thing to confirm. That's all. Yeah. It's not like they're giving but away I, any I details feel like or anything. The because and I could be totally wrong. This is totally speculation. Because Halo Infinite is being built around use for PC and Xbox One and Scarlet, that leads me to believe that the Scarlet controller won't be vastly different, you know? I feel like with the way controller design has gone, there's really not a lot of innovation needed anymore. Mm. And any innovation that does happen Mm. will be around, like, AR, VR technology, not around the like basic design and functionality of a traditional controller you know they, they, they've kind of nailed that so i expect like tony does that it will it will be compatible with scarlet but gotta know gotta know gotta know gotta know dude yeah because you're for sure gonna get the scarlet oh on day one dude I, yeah, me too. I think for sure, it's, I think it's it's definitely going to be compatible. Day but one, because oh, day, like outside of anything else, day one, it's coming with Halo, and uh, you know, you guys and know how I feel. And about the best Halo. part is, we don't have to pay for Halo because we have Games Pass. That's true. I have Games Pass now until twenty twenty two. Yeah, you're you're sort of set. Yeah, man. You, okay. So, uh, what else did they announce at, at Microsoft that was worth note? Um, they did show Halo. Didn't show the gameplay of Halo, which sucked, but they did, what they did show was in-engine, and it looked great. Yeah. Uh, It's definitely, to everybody's delight, returning to a more traditional Halo aesthetic and feel. You know, the, the, the Master Chief design looked much more early halo the score that they were playing felt much more early halo when they were doing this like ui type thing where he was rebooting master chief and you heard the the shield sound it was straight out of halo 2 or 3 and gave me chills 
and it's it's definitely going back to a place where Halo I think belongs, and that's awesome. Uh, you also forgot uh, Fantasy Star Online. Hell yeah, dude! Two is coming to Xbox first. Now, here's something I want to say. So it was pitched as coming only to Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, I did read a publication said that they were talking with Phil during E3, and he just kind of like shrugged off. He's like, as you know, yeah, it's coming to Xbox first. So I do believe it's it's going to be coming to PS4 too. and Switch. Yeah. Um, which would be smart because they want to get that player base as big as they can. Yeah. But the fact that it's coming to an Xbox console first is huge for the them. Fact, yeah, for them. Yeah. Just the fact that it's coming to America is what I'm It's huge about. for us. Yeah. Yeah, Europe is a little upset. I don't yeah. think they have it. I think that that game's important because there are a large number of people that don't recognize what Fantasy Star Online did for gaming. Um, yeah, it fair. was the birthplace of loot based games basically there wouldn't be like a world of warcraft type structure or destiny you know strikes in destiny came almost straight out of fantasy star online mm-hmm. um and it's not i'm not going to stand here and be like well because it's the og that's what we should like i don't use a corded telephone anymore like i understand that you know stuff gets better and we don't use the old stuff but i think that fantasy star online is like important enough to acknowledge and still play and i'm super pumped that it Two is finally coming to the US. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. I've been wanting that for so long. <laughs> I, and I hope that it comes to Switch. Yeah, that'd be wild. Yeah. yeah. I think it would. If it sells well enough, I think, like I said, yeah, they want to get that out there. I've never played them. I, I never played the original on Dreamcast either. Um, but I remember reading some kind of Dreamcast magazine, or I don't know what, what magazine it was back in the day that I was reading, but I remember being like kind of mesmerized by what I saw um, in like the the bright fantasy creatures and I was like man I really want to play this but I didn't have amazing. good internet then super you know I didn't have good internet until a couple did. years after nobody did yeah but it, but it was it was only online right yeah yeah, so uh, yeah no, it wasn't, I, I, it wasn't I, only I, online you could play it offline you just were much more limited and yeah when they, when they remastered it for GameCube they kind of gave you a lot more to be able to do offline so you could basically oh, okay. play like a full adventure series by yourself yeah, um, or with a friend, co-op, split screen. But I'm um, I'm excited because now I'm much more stable in life, and internet's way better, and all that stuff. So I can actually give this series a shot, which is right. exciting. Yeah, it's super cool. Super cool. Cool. Should we move um, on to the uh, next folks? I'm trying to. Well, I'm trying to think if there's anything like Microsoft had a big year. Um, they announced they showed Gears Five. Super cool that they're bringing the back like a traditional co-op type experience because Horde sucks now. Wasn't that where they had the cyberpunk reveal? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can I just? Uh, well, it's it's spoilery, but whatever. Uh, That's what this is. You Keanu think? Reeves. What? Yeah. I feel like the internet knows about that by now. Everybody yeah. knows about that by now. That was what that cyberpunk blew no, my mind. Uh, Keanu Reeves and cyberpunk. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I kind of blew everyone. I don't think anybody was expecting it. Mm-mm. Yeah, that was really exciting. You would think that something like that would have leaked, but did that happen during Microsoft's? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was nuts. Yeah, the gameplay that they showed was very different Gritty. than the yeah. last, like with that long playable demo. Some people weren't super into it, but 
Well, this is different. Did they show game? I thought it was just a cinematic trailer, and then it they show gameplay behind. Trailer. Well, the gameplay behind closed doors. I've heard everyone being blown away by. Yeah, I'm. I'm. So everyone. Excited. Dude, which it looks. Is cool. It just. I keep hearing such good things. It's hard to imagine. I won't be buying that. I'm. I'm I. Gonna I read. That. I don't know if this is factual, but I read that Keanu Reeves has the second most dialogue in that game, and he has 14 days worth of VO. <laughs> oh my Holy god! Shit. Yeah. Wow. Guy was busy. He's a busy boy. Wait, and he's the second most? Second most. So there's someone with more than 14 days. I would assume that your protagonist is the main character. character Truth. Or like a direct AI companion or something. Uh, And that come, what did they say, April 2020? Let me pull it up here. Uh, April 16th, 2020. That is one thing that I... I can almost guarantee that it will get a port to Scarlet or PS5. Hundred percent. That'll be that'll be next gen on both, and it's gonna look f- even more phenomenal. Like I, I feel like they're I feel like that game specifically is being built on those dev kits and then ported down. Yeah. Hundred percent. Which makes me wonder, like, I'm gonna have to buy it twice full price or. Yeah. Oh yeah, you will, and you would. Yeah. You know you would. Probably. Like would. with like with Halo, I totally expect because I have games past that I'll just. You know, I'll be able to play the same game on both places if I have to. Like, for some reason, you know, something goes terribly wrong with Scarlet and it gets delayed, but Halo Infinite doesn't. I could start it on Halo 1 and just move it over, but with Cyberpunk, I feel like they're going to be like, 60 more dollars, please, sir. And I'll have to be like, okay, okay. give me that 8K experience, please. On on our 4K TVs. Do you know that you're going to need it to be... Nobody's going to need it to be... Dude, no one's going to need no 8K. Have 8K. So I'm saying, I'm like, I don't know that I'm going to be buying... But a lot of people what I will say yet. is, even though I don't need 8K, uh, if it can run 120 frames per second like they're saying Scarlet can, yes, I will need it. Yes, absolutely. I will absolutely need it. Hmm. But cool. that's just me. Let's keep this train rolling, Danny. Yeah, I don't think there was anything else. Okay. So, Electronic Arts and EA Sports. Uh, this one was by far my least favorite EA show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, EA. We got Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Apex Legends Season 2 with a new champion, Battlefield 5, Chapter 4, Sims 4, Living I- Island Living, FIFA 20, FIFA 20 Legacy Edition for Nintendo Switch, Madden 20. Forgetting something? Am I? Uh, Anthem. Oh yeah. No, they didn't show Anthem. They didn't really show. Didn't show anything about it. They didn't even mention Anthem's name. It's pretty bad. R.I.P. Anthem. Rip. Anthem. Imagine less than a year of support, and then you're sweeping it under the rug. That's so bad for Bioware and EA. I feel so bad because that. Bioware has already said that their like focus is now Dragon Age Four. But still, Star Wars though, man, it Star looked Wars looks bad. Nuts. Yeah, you didn't like it. No. What? It like looked it. like Uncharted. I liked Uncharted with a Star Wars skin, but like it, it looked like Uncharted Two with a Star Wars skin. No, it looked like uh, um, Jedi Knight Jedi Academy with a reskin. No. Now you're, now you're talking. That's good. It just it like. The, what I would imagine a Jedi 
fighting pace to be is much quicker than that. The animations were terrible. Yeah, but we're human beings. The actual beings, things not, that they're not, doing. You know, we don't have Jedi reflexes. So. Yeah, man, we gotta we gotta slow it down for the plebs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there are other ways to do that. It honestly, it looks like it feels like it's uh, Dark Souls with the lightsaber. <laughs> it's it, exactly it why very, I'm into it. It looks very methodical. And I'm very interested in this. I'm curious to see how that translates to uh, fun for Tristan gameplay because Dark Souls is not generally my thing. But that actor looks like he's gonna do a cool job. You know. He seems genuine and into it, and the stuff that they showed, you know, I know that it's promotional. It looked convincing, so... Wow. I'm excited, yeah. Oh, man. Looked real good. I feel like... Better than Battlefront. It's better than Battlefront. Well, yeah, anything's going to be battle... That doesn't say much. Better than Battlefront, but that... But, like, is it better than the space battles in Battlefront? I don't yes, know. Yes, because the space, space battles, battles in, in Battlefront, Battlefront are, are not anywhere near as good as they could have been. No. But, yeah. Maybe space I'm the only one who's not going to like this one. That's yeah, plausible. Uh, space battles in Battlefront are disappointing only because there isn't a galactic conquest mode, which is literally yeah, the only reason 100%. that... One of the only reasons that Battlefront 2 was so goddamn good. The that's original. My, that's my trigger yeah. word. I love Battlefront 2. Galactic Conquest. Galactic Conquest. Triggered. Triggered. Um, cool. Are we ready for Bethesda? Mm-hmm. Bethesda. I didn't even watch this one. Huh? I didn't even watch this one. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. It. Nope. it was actually really strong. I watched the, I watched the show notes, but I um, didn't watch. Was it? Yeah. Okay, so was it? I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it. So they they showed Commander Keen, which is a mobile game, Wolfenstein Cyber Pilot, which is VR, Wolfenstein Youngblood, which comes out in a few months, which I'm super excited about. It looks amazing. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, which looks really cool. It's spooky. It is spooky. So many memes. So many memes born out of that. Uh, Fallout 76, Nuclear Winter, which uh, Tris talked about a little bit. Elder Scrolls Blades, which is coming Uh, to Switch. Also in Fallout news, if you were as turned off at Fallout 76 as I was, Mm -hmm. fear not, they are adding a new quest line Mm -hmm. complete with NPCs. Yes, a single-player campaign. So it will feel much more like a traditional Fallout experience. Okay, then I could be interested in this. Um, On that note, Fallout 76 is in the free play weekend. Will this have any of this content? No, none of that content's out yet, outside of Nuclear Winter. Okay, how about the free play weekend of Destiny uh, Division 2? I didn't know that that was a free play weekend. Yeah, apparently it is. Did, are you oh. still playing that? Well, we are not there yet, Will. Okay, I'm playing on. it when I have people to play with, because um, yeah. I don't like playing it by myself. That's okay, fair. Uh, they also showed Doom Eternal, which looks really fucking great. Dude, that game looks sick. Dude, yeah, I cannot wait. It looks so good. I didn't so good. particularly care for the new Doom. I thought oh, it was... Get out of here. You well. need to get well, out, out of this I thought it cast. looked interesting, but it wasn't... That's like not my Did style Did you play it, though? Play. Yeah. It was okay. How, like, you played five minutes of it? You played a couple uh, hours of it? I probably got 15 minutes deep, and then I was like, yeah, okay, I'm yeah, do this. get out. You gotta, you gotta play two hours of it and then come back to this cast next week and well, tell me that you still don't like it. I've seen all the. No, no, no. I've seen how the game goes. Have you? Yeah, I watched a Let's Play. All right, so Will's wrong. Doom's good, and Doom 2 looks like more of Doom 1, so that's good. 
Doom's yeah. good. I'm just it's not it's not my it wasn't my style of what thing. What do you mean? So maybe it, did you get to like a horde of demons attacking you yet? Yeah, like it's exciting and stuff. It's just no, not what I no, 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 no. I don't mean like there's like five or six. I'm talking I mean, there like, were like a hundred demons. Like you know, yeah, it's cool. you didn't get there yet if you only played fifteen minutes. Like not, for a guy who likes Dark Souls and things that are tough, put that shit on a hard mode and mm-hmm. get your ass kicked by demons, and it feels so good. All right, maybe I'll give it another go. It's free on Games Pass, so I guess I can... Yeah, you should... I guess I can make time. Play a couple more hours of it and come back and tell me that you were wrong. Right. Anyway, they also showed uh, Deathloop, which looks really fucking cool. Uh, What's And none of you saw I it. Didn't, I missed that. And none What's of you saw it. What is it? Um, so basically, it. Deathloop... Tristan, I'm very surprised that you haven't seen this because it is essentially um, the trailer that they showed... Oh, that's it's, that uh, Dishonored people making it, right? The, it's it's like the, the Dishonored people. The, it basically looks like girl. Dishonored and... Yeah. It looks like Dishonored and Bioshock had the perfect baby. Yeah. It's a time loop, so like you're replaying the same day-ish, it seems, over and over again. And essentially, the, the pivotal plot part of the game is that there are two people, one girl and one dude, who are basically somehow stranded on this island stuck in this time loop and it's like this macabre it really feels bioshocky uh kind of mood to it but also james bond like they're both That's like cool. uh like super soldier spy-esque have some sort of kind of powers as well element to it i hope you can play as both characters i feel I, like you will I, be well, able I thought to that was the whole angle yeah um and essentially, like, you try to kill the other one. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like a weird pseudo spy versus spy type thing. Yeah, it looks yeah. really cool. It looked neat, yeah. I wasn't in love with Dishonored like you guys were, so oh, curious how what my mileage would be on that. Yeah, but you Dishonored. love Bioshock. I do love Bioshock, And it yes. feels so much like Bioshock. Yeah. Also. We'll see. Um, anyway, I'm super, super excited for that. Um... Like, yeah, I think Bethesda, Bethesda and Nintendo showed like the things that I'm most looking forward to that are in development this mm-hmm. E3, like between Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo, which Ghostwire Tokyo is basically like the premise is everyone in Tokyo has disappeared or died for some reason and you haven't, but like their ghosts are still there. And so you're basically trying to figure out like what is reality and what is not like, are you descending into madness? And there's like all this other stuff with it. Like the trailer looks really, really cool. You should definitely check it out. Um, Mm. Like, honestly, all that stuff looks really cool. I think I was also really excited about Bethesda because a lot of the stuff that they showed, it was like two things that are like, kind of far away that are in development but they're like yeah this is what we're making and then everything else is like coming out this year basically which mm. is which is exciting because it's it's really close and it looks really cool um yeah but you know I love Bethesda this isn't a surprise that I was really excited about them uh, dope man well are you going to yeah. be getting any of these like day one launch or uh, yeah, I'm like, uh, I was talking about it on the cast last week, but Youngblood, Wolfenstein Youngblood, the co-op Wolfenstein game mm-hmm. is like, I'm, I already have my buddy picked out. Like we are going to slam through this game day one. Like slam it. 
Slam it. Uh, Come on and slam. And yeah. welcome to Space Jam. Mm, close. Uh, yeah, I'm. Th- that game looks so good. I love the new Wolfenstein games. They are really I, cool. I was not a huge fan of them, but I'm glad that you were getting an enjoyment. I out think of them. that this looks more intriguing than the last Wolfenstein games because it seems more self-aware, much more campy, and like it's there to have a good time. Like those, like the the Blaskowitz. Wait, daughters, wait, 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 wait. What? The, how did you play the other ones the yeah, whole yeah. way? It's pretty because they are very, very campy and very self-aware. One was not. Two was getting there, and this one feels like it's all out, balls out the wall. Like the like the girls in that game, they look like such amazing protagonists because they yes. seem like they just want to be there to have a good time. I'm so excited to and play as them. That's as the twins. awesome. Yeah, they they look super cool. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. It's also I think it's only like gonna be thirty bucks. Yeah, it's like 30 or 40 bucks. It's pretty lit. Yeah. I think mostly because they want to encourage two people to buy it on their own and then play together. Can you Which play is it by yourself? I believe that you can. But, like, like this game is literally designed for a co-op campaign, so, like, I wouldn't right, recommend it. But you should have a way to do it without... I'm sure that it, they don't lock your game if you are not playing with someone else. Hope not. <laughs> Is it sure? Squeenix time or Ubisoft Well, time? you forgot about the most important Bethesda thing, dude. What? Elder Scrolls Blades on Switch. I said Elder Scroll Blade on Switch. Oh, sorry. I must have forgot because it's the worst thing ever. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like a... Uh... Game sucked. Okay, great. Yeah. I was hoping that they would show something about the new Elder Scrolls non-blades, like the, but I have a feeling that that's going to come to next gen. So we'll hear more about that next. Yeah, there's gen. no way. There's no way that that comes to. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's go to Ubi's. Um. Which. Uh. Basically. Was just gods and monsters for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got Ghost Recon Breakpoint, the Division Two, uh, more updates and stuff for that. For Honor, Watch Dogs Legion, uh, Assassin's Creed. Okay, Watch Dogs Legion was also kind of cool. Mm-hmm. What, what, you know, you can play as any NPC in the game. That's it. I did see some fun uh, catalog video of somebody playing as a grandma kicking the shit out of players. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that looked like fun. I mean, I it's had, cool that I they like animated every NPC. Co-oping to Watch Dogs too, but yeah, man. Well, yeah, because you tried to <laughs> you tried to push me off into the ocean. Well, don't, oh. your, don't go AFK. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, there's a game update for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roller Champions, which is available now on PC. And Gods and Monsters, which is coming to basically everything. Gods and Monsters looks good. Gods and Monsters looks really cool, yeah. Nothing about Beyond Good and Evil 2. Nothing about that's, it, that's yeah. it. They don't have next That's gen definitely going to be next gen. Yeah, I've been saying that. That's going to be next gen. It's unfortunately. Yeah. Um, cool. So that's Ubisoft. We've got Squeenix. Ubisoft um, is also getting a subscription service because we don't have enough of those. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, maybe um maybe next cast. I want to get your guys' thoughts on Stadia. Stadia. I'll give you my thoughts right now. It's not for us. 
Yeah, it's probably not for us. Yeah, that's that's what my thoughts it's were. It's for it's for people who have fast internet and don't have the desire or want to own a game system. So, yeah. do you well, see them? That's I was thinking about. you could burn I... through over a terabyte in like twenty hours of gameplay with Stadia. Yeah, you better hope yeah. to hell you don't have a data cap. Yeah, I was I was looking at it and I was like, huh. If I traveled a lot with my job or something, then this would be a cool thing. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah but like, like if you if you have a five G device and unlimited data and you're on the road all the time, sure. fuck yeah. But for someone who, you know, Danny has a PS4 and an Xbox One and a Switch, we've got all the stuff because we have TV problems and a PC and, <laughs> and a PC. Like you've got your you've got your yeah, gateways to those experiences already. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. Um, I think I think like Phil Spencer kind of put it best when he was describing iCloud, and he's like, "This isn't for you know the console base. You know, 8K hard drive local <laughs> games are gonna be the way for years and years. Yeah. But this is for people who don't have that and still want to be able to experience great games. Hundred percent, right? They can get that basic experience, but it won't be. You know, I would compare it to like going to see a regular movie versus going to see an IMAX or a Dolby movie. Like, yeah. the experience is just better. Yeah, that's fair. So, Squeenix... Also, they're charging $90 for their controller. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. If it's a really good controller... It's not. I think it's because it comes with a Chromecast when you buy it. So that means people are going to have, like, eight Chromecasts in their house. Pass. Squeenix. We saw... Final Fantasy Seven. Oh my God! Well, let me read this. <laughs> That's the only thing I caught from it. It's okay. Oh, okay. Uh, we've got the remake of Trials of Mana, um, and also the collection of Mana. So all of the uh, ye old games is the collection of Mana on Switch now. now. That's Sorry, the like Tony? Final Fantasy Adventure and Trials yeah. of Mana and Sword of Mana thing for yeah. Mm-hmm. Switch. Yeah. That's cool because that uh, Trials of Mana has never been in America, and they were just like, they didn't even make a big deal out of it. They were just like, available now? That's cool. <laughs> mic drop. It's, yeah. Um, available now? They also announced the last Remnant Remastered, drop. which is like, on Switch now. They like gently tucked the mic away and moved on. Like, they, didn't even, they didn't even reference Tri- like... Trials isn't available yet. It's the collection that's available. Yeah, the that's collection, what I said. Well, Trials... Trials of Mana, Collection of Mana is the full title. Well, they have the re- that remake. Yeah, that's a game in it. Yeah, mm. but you can get the collection now. Yeah. The collection of mana... Yeah. Oh. ...is called Trial... It was originally called uh, Saiken Densate 2 3 in Japan, and it's called Trials of Mana. So the Trials of Mana that came out in Japan on SNES is in that collection... And what they're making as a new game is also called Trials of Mana, which is like oh, a, yes. that's what I'm talking which is like about. a spiritual that new, remake. That, yes. that new remake, yeah, yes. that's I'm interested in so that. So that's yeah. upcoming, but you can get the old right. SNES yeah. games now. Yes. Which is the collection of mana. Which Trials. is cool. Trials of Mana it's collection never of mana. Been in America. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. We're all on the same page. We're good. Yes. Uh, I think we're good. They're now. also showing they also showed Dragon Quest Builders 2. Uh, Scarlet Grace. Romancing Saga 3, War of the Visions, Final Fantasy Brave Exuvius, Circuit Superstars, Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers for PC, Final Fantasy VIII Remastered, My Boy Squall coming back, 
uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles <laughs> in winter. Uh, and the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Is it bad that I have not heard or played any of these games? You ever played Crystal Chronicles? Nope. Oh, man. That was that was such like a GameCube staple for me. I probably played like one Square Enix title in my whole time as a gamer. Fuck, dude. Kingdom Hearts? Uh, no. I can't even think of what it is, so if that tells you anything. Oh, wow. That's... Oh, you need more RPGs in your life, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. I love them. Um, yeah, Final Fantasy VII, like, going into it, I wasn't excited. I, as soon as I saw the gameplay and how much of this game they're remaking, I'm fucking stoked. It looks pretty good. I still don't know how amazing. many parts it's going to be in yet. Yeah, honestly, at this point, they could they Square could make Enix it 20 parts know. and make it $60 each, and people would shell out the money to do it. They can they really would. do whatever they want. Um Honest, honestly, I wouldn't be mad if it was in four parts like the four discs of the original. Mm. It would mm. suck if they had a lot of time in between. Wait, is that how they're doing it? It's coming in parts. Yeah. Yeah. Not all at once. Mm. Hmm. No binge playing. What else do we have? Um, let's see. That was basically it for Square Enix. Um, we have some kind of various things that I'll touch on a little bit, um, before we move on to end with Nintendo. Um, so in various kind of things, they showed more of Borderlands 3, um, they showed The Outer Worlds, uh, they showed, uh, Contra. Outer Worlds looks cool. Yeah, it does look cool. Um, we mentioned Fantasy Star Online. There's a Sega Genesis mini console that they announced that's coming out uh, in September of 2019 with Mega Man, Earthworm Jim, Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2, Echo the Dolphin, and 35 more classic games included in that. That one I actually probably will get for sure. Uh, I love the Sega Genesis, so that was really exciting for me. Um, they announced the Tales of Arise. I'm excited for that. Yeah, it looks cool. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which, those Dragon Ball Z games, like, they look really cool. They're not games that I'm super about, um, because it's just I was telling Erica that, like, they're not my gameplay, but I can appreciate the fact that they cater and look phenomenal to those people who love them. Oh my god, they look so gorgeous, and that, like, that trailer, like, oh man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Code Vein, The Dark Pictures Anthology, Men of Meden, uh, Rad, uh, Elden Ring, which uh, had been um, leaked before E3. That's that George R. R. Martin thing, right? Yeah, the George R. R. Martin Dark Soul R- mm-hmm. RPG. That looks cool. Guy. It does look really cool. Um, Dying Light 2, Way to the Woods, uh, They Announced Dauntless is coming to Switch. Uh, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics. That game looks cool. Really? Oh, yeah. I love tactics games, and I love the Dark Crystal. You put them together, I'm going to buy it. All right. Dead by Daylight, that's coming to Switch. Uh, New Super Lucky's Tale. Empire of Sin, 
Is that a new Super Lucky Sale, or is it? No, it's no, it's Super it's just coming Lucky's. to Switch. Yeah, it's a port. Yeah. Uh, ukulele and the Impossible Layer. Which is like a, a platformer, right? Uh, yes. Ukulele is that um that like. Oh, I know what ukulele Banjo is. Banjo Kazooie. But it's ukulele. This yeah. is like a two D one, yeah. Mm. Um, and Sakuna of Rice and Ruin. Is that a is that? That's not the same as Sensua. No. No. Okay. No. No, it's not. Uh, and then last but not least, we had Nintendo. I think overall the strongest. Dude showing. crushed it. Uh, Nintendo destroyed yeah, all they expectations. Just fucking, they were like, "Hey guys, uh, thanks. This is Nintendo, and we're gonna blow your fucking minds." <laughs> um, so they announced. Uh, Resident Evil 5 and Resident Evil 6 coming to Switch. What? Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020. That's crazy, because that means, like, every or every Resident Evil game now is on Switch. Except for 7. <laughs> in, in some form. Yeah. In Japan, well, we might you can even... do the streaming thing. What? It, it came to Switch in Japan. Via streaming? Via streaming. Yeah. The oh. same way Assassin's Creed Odyssey was. Just never came Got out it. here. Got it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Maybe that bring the bring that here. Uh, they announced No More Heroes three for a twenty twenty release window. Uh, I want to like that game. That trailer I'm, really looked not good. I'm yeah. concerned that Travis touchdown in twenty nineteen isn't as edgy or impressive. Like you know that 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 meme thumb online of like Steve Buscemi being like, "Hey, fellow kids." Yes, that's yeah. how I it, felt a lot. It feels like that the whole like, time. Like, like it is, it's forever encapsulated within the humor of like the early two thousands, right. with, with like your Napoleon Dynamites and like Paul Blart Mall Cop. And like the same way, I don't listen to Dane Cook albums anymore. Oh my god! I don't yes. think that I'm gonna. That's the feel. That's like the exact feeling that I had. Like it was, it was cringe for me. In like the oh no, it, like I I know this person in real life, yeah. and I never want to associate with them. The the, the mm. robot suit stuff was awesome. Yeah, that was really if cool. If they do more of that, that's cool. But like maybe, the actual uh, like, if this is my protagonist, like I don't want to play this. Maybe maybe a good plot in the beginning would be like someone uses his laser sword and like burns his trachea so he can't talk, and then we're good. <laughs> Toast. Yeah. So, uh... That's all we want. <laughs> yeah. So, hopefully that happens. I hope it's cool. I don't know. Uh, I, I liked... I liked, I'm sure the gameplay will be fun. Yeah, I like No More Heroes 1 and 2 yeah. a lot, but I was also... That kind of humor is really dated for me. I was also, like, barely 20. 21. Yeah. So. Um, uh, and they announced Dragon Quest Builders is coming to Switch. Pumped on. Um, Dragon Quest... Uh... 11S Echoes of an Elusive, elusive Age. It looks really good. That, oh that port God, looks like it, looks it was gorgeous. Yeah, they did a really good job I'm converting that over. Yeah. I would be day one getting that. Fire Emblem. <laughs> I'm excited for The Witcher 3 coming to Switch. Oh my God. I'm happy for you. Tony, so, why are you I'm, skipping I'm very ahead? happy for you. Because why are we reading stuff that we're not excited about? I, I literally just read something that I'm very excited about. I'm excited about Dragon We were excited about all of these things. What are you talking about? 
We've talked about every. I'm talking thing. about The Witcher Three, yo. <laughs> Why, Tony? Why are you excited for Witcher Three on Switch? I'm Tell so str- I'm struggling it. to grasp. Me too. I can take that huge game anywhere and everywhere. Right. And I can put Crisis on a Lenovo T450, but it's gonna run like dick. I think it's gonna actually run pretty. I think it's well. gonna run pretty well. It runs at. 300 something p in handheld or whatever 540p which is more than the horrid xenoblade uh chronicles 2 right and but it runs at the 720p same time docked. xenoblade chronicles 2 is cell shaded and much easier to pass off than i'm willing a, to i think it'll take i think it'll look good witcher 3 looking good i don't know I'm that i'm gonna buy it on this one i, I don't know don't. that i'm gonna buy it at launch only because i have played the crap out of that game i hope that it's cool and that it performs well but i also just like, don't want you guys to spend 60 dollars and then be like oh yeah because i, mean, I feel like, like right I now that, wanna... that is the case like, The also Witcher, to me, like, it's such a big game. I want to have, like, the visibility of that giant world. Like, I want to play it on a big TV. And docked mm. mode, yes, it's going to be a better experience. But if I'm going to be sitting on my couch playing this, I'm going to play it on my PS4 where I already How do you like it. that silver? Digital Foundry did an analysis video, and it does look impressive. But yeah. I just feel like... I don't know, man. As long as it's better than Rhyme, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, that game was. Uh, listen, nothing. No offense to the devs, but like, woo. No, oof. You can, that, there was no, there was not a lot of big optimization oof. put into that. That was just yeah. a sloppy port. I'm with Tress on this one. Mm. Speaking I hope, of, I'm I with, hope that it's cool. I don't know. Speaking of, I'm with Tress on this one. Before Tony so rudely interrupted me, Red? announcing Fire Emblem Three Houses. Hell yeah! Which I'm oh so my god, excited Danny! About. There is. It looks uh, so good. Have you seen any of the Never gameplay played videos? A single Fire Emblem. There are a bunch of gameplay videos yes. online of people's demos, and man, that game Dude, looks, it looks so, so good. good. First of all, wait. very excited that they have confirmed. Yes, this is from a school time of these people, but it's five years later. So like, yeah, like romances, romances, free game. Like yeah, it so is like not in weird pedo yeah. area anymore, or like teacher student area. None yeah. of that. They are out of school. Like all of the drama within it, like sounds so good. And the like, game imagine looks if amazing. Harry Potter happened, and then afterwards they all went back to Hogwarts and just started and just had a other. war, had a oh, giant that, war that against too. all of the Hogwarts houses. Yeah, that's what. I that's mean. what Fire Emblem Three Houses is. Yeah, I'm very excited, and I'm it looks so it stoked. looks beautiful, and it looks like it's gonna play <sighs> very smoothly. And like the cinematic trailer that they showed. Like at the E three stage, like I, I'm I, not gonna lie, like I it looks that. like they went balls in with the story. Yeah, and I, I'm I very excited about that. I don't want to miss any of the story or ruin any of the story, so I skipped all that. But that oh, the gameplay, oh, okay, yeah, game looks fair. so good. Yeah, it looks that's amazing. gonna be that's definitely gonna be a time uh, time hole sink. Yeah, a hundred percent, and it comes the out end of July. next. It, it comes out in like a month. Isn't it, is it's it, the twenty sixth of July? Yeah. Something like that. I'm so excited. Stoked. Stoked, stoked. <sighs> oh, man. Uh, after that, we saw Cadence of Hyrule, Crypt of the Necodo Dancer, featuring The Legend of Zelda, which mm-hmm. Tris, you mentioned, was uh, pretty good with some pretty good. with some, with some faults. Pretty good. Uh, Marvel perfect. Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, 
they had a trailer for that. I know me and Omar are excited for that. Yeah. That one looks cool. The There's other D- the Diablo. other Avengers game that they showed Oof, looked that bad. Looked, that doesn't it didn't look like anything. It looked like a CG movie and they didn't show what it actually was. Yeah. But it oh, uh, not a good show. I wasn't not great. I wasn't yeah, a fan. I, I agree. Ultimate with Alliance like, looks way better. Not, not a... Uh Astral Chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I'm excited about. Looks really cool. It reminds me a lot of Bayonetta now. Um, Fanny said before that she wasn't excited. She's changing her stories. Okay, I Down wasn't. Down is up. She's seen the light. Okay. Cats and dogs. She's seen the light. I watched it again. It looks fine. I think it, it looks good. Do you um, see the demo? It starts off on a crazy motorcycle chase. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be nuts. That's this the, the gameplay is gonna be pretty buried. Yeah, That's the August. The treehouse right? stuff won me over. Yeah. 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 Just the trailer, I wasn't super excited about, like, but the treehouse house was Treehouse really legit good. is like awesome for stuff like that because it really can idea, change your mind on things. Yeah, it's a good idea to like be able to kind of drip feed some of that more intimate and in depth stuff, but like at the same time, like I'm a grown ass man, I can't be watching streams all day. Yeah, that's why you watch them later. Yeah, that's what I did. Uh, the good thing is that they're very good about updating their Twitter with specific stuff. Like where you can find it afterwards. So yeah, yeah. You just watch them later and you scrub through. Yeah, you know. Uh, we also saw Super Mario Maker Two, the new trailer mm-hmm. for that. Uh, they confirmed that multiplayer is coming to friends. They just haven't finished it yet. So you you will be able to play with your friends and not just randos in the future. Yeah, awesome. but not at launch. Yeah. Uh, they showed. Uh, more of and gave a release date for The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening coming to Switch. Uh, Which is way it, earlier than I thought, dude. No, it's September. September, yeah. Yeah, it's end of summer. That's going to be a good end of summer game, man. Oh, yeah. And they had this, like, pseudo dungeon builder mechanic at the end. Oh, yeah. That was really cool. That's awesome. I can't wait to be able to build my own dungeons. Yeah, I hope we can share them. Yeah. And, like, I can be in Triss's dungeon. And... Yeah, I, I, it definitely makes it easier to swallow that they'll definitely charge 60 bucks for that game. Yeah, Because, like, outside of that, you know, it is just a, a prettier gameplay game. game. But yeah. it's still one of the best Zelda games in my opinion. It is really fantastic. Yeah. Um, they talked a little bit more about Pokemon Sword and Shield uh, with the release date. Mm-hmm. It's November. I think November 17th or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they also showed... Luigi's Mansion 3. Back up on Pokemon. How do you feel about the revelation that they're not including all of the Pokemon? I actually feel really good about it. Yeah. I think that... Yeah. Like, if there were, like, 900 plus things in this game, I would get really bogged down. And, like, especially because around, like... 500 i kind of stopped paying attention and then i picked it back up at like 700 yeah i think that just with how big the pokedex has gotten it's unreasonable to expect creators especially as tech gets more in depth to recreate all of those assets and rebalance them every couple of years for a new game and yeah it's like you know people like tony for example who's not super duper into pokemon he's not going to give a shit that wormple's not in this game He's not going to give a shit that maybe Venonat's not in this game. Yeah. He is I don't gonna know give who those are. There's, there's just too many Pokemon. Exactly. Yeah. I'd love to have he, a greatest hits Pokemon he is game. Gonna, I think that's what this is going to be. Yeah, they're not going to exactly. get rid of the shit that people... Like, they're not going to be like, no, we don't want Mewtwo in this. Like, that kind of shit. I Sableye, you don't belong. Like, <laughs> yeah. That, that stuff will be in there. And yeah. I think it's a good, a good way to give, like, a rebirth to the brand and sort of streamline it. 
And the thing that I'm most excited about is having less of an emphasis on creating all of these Pokemon and balancing them is going to give them more opportunity to create post-game content, which is Agreed. what that shit hmm. sorely needs. Yes. It's something to do Please. after you beat the Elite Four that isn't just collecting Pokemon. Yeah. I'm excited so. about like the new like Dynamaxing and like different different ways yeah. that they're I'm, I'm excited improving for the, the gameplay I'm just, itself. I'm excited that the way that this game is being directed, it definitely seems like something that I'll have a much easier time getting somebody like Will or Tony on to board with it. that would not traditionally be like uh, into that because they don't want to just collect them all, you know? Yeah. It looks yeah, good. I don't yeah. particularly. Shut up, Will. I'd, be, I'd be interested in playing yeah. with you, but not. Get out of here. You know. I mean, I, I'm getting sword for sure. I want my, my doggo who picked up his beautiful stick. I'm going to get shield because I feel like everyone's going to get sword. And I want to be the guy that has all the Pokemon that people need to come to. I'll be like the VIP, dude. Well, that's perfect. I'll come that's... to you with all my Poke needs. Yeah. I will say that the legendaries were kind of disappointing. They looked they, the Yeah, same. they really were. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I feel bad for the shield guy, too, because it's like, I forget whether it was you who were saying this to me, but basically, like, shield, shield puppy just kind of, like, looked over and his buddy like picked up a sword off of the ground and now is a legendary pokemon and he went through all the struggle of growing out his mane and making it a shield and now that's part of his body and everybody doesn't love him and doesn't want to pet him hmm. like he should just picked up a stick i guess anyway looks great very excited about it yeah um they showed a new trailer for Luigi's Mansion 3 and gave it a release window. Luigi um, is my spirit animal. Luigi. Luigi looks great. That and game, also like, apparently edible? Yeah. Yep. You can eat Gooigi. Somehow he's made of... That's goo- like, a, like, like a fruit gusher, I guess? Basically, basically a gusher, yeah. I'm just I'm excited that it's going to have online multiplayer. I'm very happy that Nintendo is putting this emphasis on online multiplayer on... Yes. So many of their Finally. more recent games, Thank because you. it's something that has been sorely lacking. And yeah, Luigi's Mansion is going to be dope. I'm a little that. bummed that it doesn't seem like there's going to be like portrait ghosts like there was in the first one. I thought that those mm-hmm. were a very cool narrative addition, but I'll take what I can get with Luigi's Mansion, it's and true. this looks still like an awesome Luigi's Mansion game. Yeah. Uh, and last two games that we're going to talk about to wrap up our E3 talk. Uh, highly anticipated, hot off the presses, Animal Crossing New Horizons oh is coming. Yes. Oh, and it looks it so looks beautiful. So good. Are you worried at all about crafting in an Animal Crossing game? I am not. Why? I think that they'll be smart about it. I think it'll be more simplistic. I mean, I already picked up more shit off the ground than I needed to in every Animal Crossing game anyway, if I can <laughs> use that for good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I actually I'm really digging the like survivalist light aspect of it. Like I think that that's really smart. Yeah. Like I I feel like, you know, yes, you're going to start off on your island with maybe one or two other villagers, but then you're what it seems like is you're going to build up that island from your own 
your own vision. Vision and well, everything like that. We already confirmed Rossetti got laid off, so. Well, okay, okay. Rossetti was laid off, yes, which is horrible. He didn't just go into retirement, but it did say in the same article that that dude said that he's looking for a new job. I so I'm hoping. Really, I hope that he finds one. I I, Rossetti is seriously one of my favorite characters from the Animal Crossing yeah. game, so if he's not in this one, I'm going to riot, but also. I don't think he's going to be in it because you can't. It's hard to turn off the switch. He'll, no, he'll be in it. He'll just be doing it. He'll something. be in it, but not just doing He'll not be doing the reset thing because your switch will automatically save. You can turn it off he'll at any like, point. He'll be like driving Captain's boat or something. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that would be cute. That's going to be so good. Oh, yeah. What if he's I, a barista? I I just, I'm a little, like, I, I'm... It's s- bummed they got pushed to 2020, though. I, yeah, I would much the rather... The reason that they did yeah. it is it, the, now the reason I'm fully... Yeah, we're I'm fully behind the reason. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, am I wondering. sad? Yes. But do I understand? Am I... And because of their reasoning, am I glad that they pushed it? Yes. Also, the fact yeah. that Link's Awakening comes out in September, much easier to swallow. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot com- There's a lot yeah. coming out then, yeah. too. So, for, like, for those wondering, the reason it was pushed back is because they said they didn't want their dev team to crunch, which, full respect. Thank especially God, around the finally. holiday. Yeah. Especially around the holiday, you uh, know? Yeah. Best yeah. part about that game? Everything. Your fruit stacks now. Yep. Ooh, finally! Nice. Yes. Yep. And, I'm very excited to be uh, able to carry There's going to be uh, multiplayer. Yes. Well, online multiplayer. Online multiplayer cool. and local multiplayer, which yeah. I'm very excited about having a spouse who dope. likes Animal Crossing. We can play same. it together at the same time, and that'll be awesome. Yeah, same. it looks very, very good. Samesers. Um, so, very exciting. I finally, think that was it. Finally, there, was not, there was nothing else announced. That uh, there was of, one of thing. Like, no, there was nothing of, like, of like no, importance yeah, right. or happiness. Yeah, right. no one really cares about anything else that may have happened. So, that's the end of the cast, guys. We'll see you later. Yeah, if you heard something else that was like a big mic drop, um, that was tweet at us. Oh, did you guys hear about the new Zelda sequel? Wait, what? Yeah, no, what are you talking about? The Breath of the Wild sequel. No, they're uh, not. They're, no, they're not. Mm-hmm. They nah. would never do. Why? It's not it's like it was popular. Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed that trailer. Oh Dude, that my trailer god! So that trailer. Good. So the sequel looks dark. Yeah. I'm. Oh my god! I really very hope. excited. Oh my god! There are so many things that I was reading online about it, and like I've seen so many theories. Like, I've it seen a lot like, of theories. It showed like a mummified thing, which looked like Ganondorf with coming back to life, and that sparked all of these theories of yeah. oh, it's going to be actual Ganondorf. And then well, the thing that showing, he's the thing like, he's the wearing on his head is like the same thing that Twilight Princess Ganondorf wears yeah. on his head. Yeah. And, like, oh, all these if other they things. dude, but, if they resurrect the Twilight Princess realm, well, <sighs> that's what I'm like. There's Oof. there's rumors that Zan's going to be in the game. There are rumors that Midna might be in it. The uh, the hieroglyphics that at the beginning mm-hmm, of Breath of the mm-hmm. Wild looked like Ganondorf, so it's theorized that Ganondorf was actually the hero fighting Ganon a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. There's uh, theories that it's the 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 mummified person is the villain from Link Between Worlds because she also has a similar looking headpiece. Yep. There's there's so, yeah. so it's going to be oh right my now. god. Whatever it is, the tone is definitely darker. They've confirmed that. Very excited about and that. It Deep definitely excited. it takes place in the same world which i'm yeah. curious like i don't know if i want to just do the same shrines again i don't think they're gonna be different i have a Something's feeling that they will be different yeah. i what i mean by that is i don't know that i want to do shrines again yeah hey, i'm done with shrines i want as much as i love that and it made a good mobile zelda game and changed the formula up my biggest gripe about that game is how forgettable the actual dungeons were yeah, yeah. It's true. I hate that. I would love to go back to at least some sort of hybrid where there is a more traditional dungeon system. Because it's, yeah, that's, I agree. With that. That's part of Zelda's DNA for me. Um, yeah, 
Yeah. It just, it's lacking, I feel like. This, you think we're going to play a Zelda? I hope That's so. The idea. I really hope so. Uh, it sure looks like Her it. Her haircut is so cute. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I'm also excited from a technical standpoint because the first title had to support the Wii U. And this engine doesn't, and I feel like they've also made so many optimizations yeah. that this game's gonna look and Im- not that it played bad, but it had its sections where it got bogged down. I think it's gonna look and play even better, which is exciting. I agree. Uh, especially if you know this, there's a rumored that rumored Switch Pro comes out. Maybe it's gonna support that in some kind of yeah. very cool ways. True. You think if a Switch Pro does come out, it would be coincide with the launch of that game? I mean that game's definitely not coming up for 2021. So yeah, yeah. So well, who knows uh, when the pro is coming yeah. out either? Yeah, I don't. Because I've, I've I've read that there's the pro a, got I read r- the pro got pushed back because they had issues with heat dissipation. Well, there's a rumor there that they're started production on two different SKUs of switches in mm. South Asia because of like the trade right. wars. Yeah. So if it's just now starting production, I would say probably next holiday. Yeah. Would yeah. be when it comes out. And then, that would be a smart to coincide with the release of the two other yeah. next-gen systems, too. Yeah. Because yeah, Nintendo hasn't done that in a while. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. launched we'll in the see. middle, we'll which see. is weird. Well, I think, yeah. I think, ultimately, I, I really got, like, from, you know, uh, a parallel between when Ocarina of Time came out and then they announced Majora's Mask. Yeah. Like, Breath of the Wild came out and now they're announcing the darker, like, brother or sister of this game uh which is really really exciting i really hope that they just like yeah Mm, mm. i've been wanting another horror one since majora's mask and i did a write-up on my website of all the games i'm excited about and there's quite a few but um hands down it's nintendo one for me uh and hands down i'm most excited for animal crossing and zelda whenever it comes out um but that that um God, why I just thought of the name of it. The Arise game. Um, oh, Tales of Arise. Yeah, that looks, looks cool. Looks phenomenal as well. Yeah. So, very excited. Yeah. In the world of games. Oh, lots of lots of cool things coming out. Um, I don't know. The, the only thing, the only criticism I have of E3 uh, is that I, I still, and maybe it's because I'm getting older, but um, it's it's like if I had kids, it's not a show I could watch with them, which is a bummer because mm. um, if you look at a lot of those press events just the stuff that was on there there's not a lot of there wasn't a lot of like with the exception of nintendo um yeah there wasn't a lot of like kid-friendly stuff yeah i but, mean i don't like know i mean if... problem dude that's i know i know yeah i know those games just don't make the kind of money that which is a shame yeah. it, but i mean it is what it is i guess hopefully i'd like to see that change though uh speak, um, speaking of kids games just backtracking it for a sec i am super curious what that skywalker saga ends up being the lego mm-hmm. one everybody that played it says it's like vastly different oh yeah i read that this morning mechanics. like it's way more in depth i read it's yeah i read it's completely different than any lego game as of first of all it seems like time. it seems like they're sort of bringing back the pantomime stuff which is if you remember my review of lego avengers like that's what totally took me away from the formula was the voice acting and how cheesy mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. so like for them to have like the pantomime stuff back is awesome but for them to make it like a more in-depth game i think is super cool so yeah it's gonna be nice keep my eye out on that for sure cool yeah. guys well i know this was a super dense um app there's a lot that <laughs> happened 
Uh, E3 obviously has us really pumped, but um, any objections to I'm done. wrapping it up? Yeah, we're good. Wrap it like a present, Take baby. Take me home. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you sticking with us. This is episode 170. Uh, there are a lot of great ways that you can engage with us after the show. Uh, we always want to talk about games, and some of the best places to do that are on our individual Twitters. We have Twitter handles down in the description of every podcast episode, and you can also follow us at Pixel Raider if you want to commune with the whole group. Um, generally speaking, you can also find us on Facebook. We have an Instagram. We have uh, whatever else you think that there may be. We probably have it. Um, we also have a Discord where you can come and talk games and join into a, a LAN party with us if you ever wanted to do that. Um, I think the only thing we don't have is a P.O. box. We don't have a P.O. box. If there was a need for it, tweet at me, and I yeah. will make it happen. And we can set that up. Um, if you wanted don't to send su- me weird things, please. <laughs> if you wanted to support our show... There are a couple great ways to do that. Uh, one of them is to just tell somebody about our podcast. Um, it's always helpful to um, let other people know who are interested in games that we have a show and they can uh, join in and listen whenever they want to. We also appreciate nice reviews on iTunes. So feel free to jump in there if you haven't done it yet. It takes about two minutes to leave us a nice five-star review. It helps grow our two listener base. Two minutes? Even shorter than that. That's a It's an overestimate of how long it would take. One minute. Um, and if you wanted to give Five in a monetary cent, <laughs> you can go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash and you can become a donor for as low as a dollar a month. Just helps keep the light on. There are publishing costs, and we do not advertise, and I think the best way to share your appreciation for a podcast that does not fill your ear holes with weird, horrible, annoying ads is to give them some money for doing that for you. So thank you for even considering it. Uh, otherwise, we will see you all in the next episode, episode 171, where we have been playing some of the games that we're hyped about this episode. So, see you then. Bye, guys. Later. Bye. Bye. Bye.